السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله Dear brothers and sisters Welcome to this show About the history of Al-Kaaba We are in the first days of the Al-Hijjah When we remember these days We remember our great Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We remember our great Prophet Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasalam and Ismail Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. And during these days, inshallah ta'ala, I will try my best to talk about the history of Al-Kaaba, the history of Al-Hajj, the history of Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. So, in the first part, I spoke about the building of Ibrahim والسلام, to Al-Kaaba. And in, in the year 35 of uh, the life of Prophet Muhammad وسلم, when he was 35 years old, there was a flood and the Kaaba in itself caught fire because a lady was making Bakhur in Al-Kaaba. So Quraysh thought about building Al-Kaaba. But they were scared of knocking it down. Why they were scared of knocking it down? Because just about 30 feet 35 years before that incident, most of those who were living at that time, they remember the incident of Abraham. And this is the incident recorded in Surah Al-Fil. أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِأَصْحَابِ الْفِيلِ أَلَمْ يَجْعَلْ كَيْدَهُمْ فِي تَضْلِيلِ وارسل عليهم طيرا ابابيل ترميهم بحجاره من سجيل فجعلهم كعصف ماكول هاب يو سين هاو الله سبحانه وتعالى ديلت ويز ذا بيبل اوف ذا اليفنت ديدنت هي سبحانه وتعالى ميد ذير بلوت جوينج استري اند هي سنت تو ذيم ذيس بيردز ابابيل اند ذيس بيردز were stoning them with stones from the hellfire, clay from the hellfire, and he made them like uh, destroyed straws. So the people, they know what happened to Abraham. And just to summarize the story, Abraham, he was one of the generals of Yemen at that time. And he was a Christian, so he thought that why the, all the people, all the Arabs going to Mecca to perform Hajj there? So why I don't do something to divert the people from going to Mecca so they will come to Al-Yaman? So he built a very big 
church and called it Al-Qulays. And after he finished it and made it very beautiful, decoration, massive, he called the people to go there. But because the people, despite they were mushrikeen at that time, but Al-Kaaba means to them a lot because there is something in their heart attached to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. So the people, the people response to the call to go to that church, Al-Qulays in Yemen was very little. So what he uh, decided, he decided that I will go and destroy Al-Kaaba. There is other reasons uh, there, but it's it's not so important. I think the main important thing that Abraham wants to destroy Al-Kaaba so the people will be directed to Al-Qulays or that church in Yemen. So he moved and in his way, many Arab tribes tried to stop him but they failed because he has a big army and he has elephants and the elephants for the Arab was something unusual and the army continued moving until they reached uh, near, near Mecca so when the army reached that point Then uh, Abraha <clears throat> tried to discuss the matter with the leaders of, of Quraysh. So he called uh, Abdul Muttalib. Abdul Muttalib had a meeting, uh, the, Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the Prophet and he called a meeting, Abdul Muttalib, with the leaders of Quraysh and discussed the matter. And they said, look, we cannot fight. Abraham because he has a big army uh, and the only thing that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect al-bayt to protect al-Kaaba then Abdul Muttalib went with a group of the leaders and they hold the ring of the of the door there and he made the dua he said in Arabic, لَهُمَّ إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ يَمْنَعْ رِحَالَهُ فَمْنَعْ رِحَالَكَ لَهُمَّ لَا يَغْلِبَنَّ صَلِيبَهُمْ أَبَدًا مُحَالَكَ إِنْ تَرَكْتَهُمْ وَمَا يُرِيدُونَ فَأَمْرٌ مَا قَدْ بَدَالَكَ So he said, O oh our God, that the servant, the human being mean, is protecting his property so O oh Allah protect your property O oh Allah don't let them defeat our cause but if you decided to make them able to destroy the place this means that this is something you decided and we cannot do anything about it so Abdul Muttalib went and he had a meeting with uh, Abraha 
and Abraham said uh, said to him, "We are coming to destroy this place, and we don't want any confrontation. So just let us destroy it, and we don't want any fight or anything." Abdul Muttalib he said to him, "Look, you cannot do that." And uh, Abraham said to him, "Why?" Al-Mutayyib said to him, "Because God will protect it." And Abraham said, "Your God cannot protect it from me." Al-Mutayyib said to him, "Then go and try." And he left the the meeting, went back to Mecca spoke to the leaders about the meeting then they said definitely something will happen so they asked the people to go spread on the mountains so if something happened to this army it will not affect the people now the army likes to move and there uh, the leader of the elephants was a big elephant called Mahmoud. So they asked this elephant to move. And the elephant didn't move. And they tried all the ways to make this elephant move and he was unable to move towards Mecca. But if they ask that elephant to move to the right or to the left, he will start running. Subhanallah al-Azim. And this is uh, mentioned the authentic hadith when the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was coming to Mecca and his camel, she camel, stopped there. And, and it's called the qaswa and some they said, oh, Al-Qaswa now doesn't want to move. And Nabi Sallallahu he said, no, Al-Qaswa didn't stop by itself. But the one who stopped the elephant, he's the one who stopped the camel of the Prophet Sallallahu from moving. Because Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala was planning that Muhammad Sallallahu will enter Mecca without any, any fight. So going back to Abraha, the army, the generals tried to move this elephant, the move the elephant, the big elephant didn't move. So the other elephants also didn't move. While they are in this dilemma, then uh, faults of the birds came from the side of the sea, the Red Sea. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about them, Tayran Ababil, these birds were called Ababil and started stoning them. So when the stone comes to the soldier, then straight away that soldier will have problems and then after that will die. And even Abraham himself had some of these stones. So the whole army either died because of the stones or flee from the place and also the elephants 
they run away. So all the attempt uh, plan of Abraha was failed as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Alam kaidahum And this incident, brothers and sisters, uh, resulted in many things. The first thing, it raised the status of Quraysh among all the Arabs. Because Quraysh, they are the people who were there when this happened. And they are the people who are serving the Kaaba. So this means the people who are serving the Kaaba. And this Kaaba, this Kaaba is protected by Allah. Then the people who are serving the house of Allah are highly respected. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this. لِيْلَا فِي قُرَيْشٍ إِلَا فِيهِمْ in Surat Quraysh. And then the caravans of Quraysh was respected. No one will uh, touch them or try to attack them or do anything to them. And it said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Surah إِلَا فِيهِمْ رَحْلَةَ الشِّتَاءِ وَالصَّيْفِ the trip in the summer and also in the winter. Secondly, it made the people so scared of doing anything against the Kaaba because now they, are, they know or they believed that any attempt to do anything against the Kaaba this means that they will be destroyed. There is no doubt about this because they've seen it in front of them. And, and these type of incidents will be narrated from generation to generation. And obviously it, it happened in the same year of the birth of Muhammad So Muhammad was 35 years when Quraysh decided to rebuild the Kaaba again. So the idea here that Quraysh was afraid of knocking down the Kaaba. Why? Because they thought or they were scared if they do something then uh, a disaster will happen and they will be destroyed. So, Quraysh, now they had a meeting to discuss the matter. How, how they will deal with this. And subhanAllah, at that time, two, three incidents happened. And this is in Sirat Ibn Hisham. So what happened that there was a ship and that ship was destroyed on uh, near Jeddah and the people they they thought it is a good idea now that will bring the wood from that ship and we can use it in building in building the Kaaba this one and the other thing they were talking about there are people stolen 
some of the triggers of Al-Kaaba. And after that, they can see a big snake. It comes from inside the Kaaba from time to time. So they were scared to enter the Kaaba. And when this flood happened and it was caught in fire, then they were watching and then a big bird came from the sky and attacked that snake and took it away. So what they thought, they thought this is a permission that they can build Al-Kaaba. The third incident, there was a person called Wahab bin Amr bin Aeth al-Makhzumi. And that one, he just tried to take one of the stones of Al-Kaaba. So when he took the stone and just moved, the stone uh, flipped from his hand and went back to its place in Al-Kaaba. So he said, O oh, people of Quraysh, don't, if you'd like to build Al-Kaaba again, don't put in it anything haram. So, uh, don't use any money from usury, from rebaf, uh, when the people used to lend and charging a lot of interest. And don't use any money from prostitutes or any money which is you gained it in a haram way. Yani, subhanallah. Yani, at that time, these people, despite they were mushriks, but they have manners and they have principles. So all of them agreed that any money will be used in building Al-Kaaba must be pure, pure halal. They're not Muslims, but they, they understand that really they need to use halal, pure halal money in building, in building Al-Kaaba. So they collected uh, the money and they uh, divided the areas between, between them. So the area of the door was for Bani Abdumanaf wa Bani Zuhra. And between the black stone Rukn al-Aswad and Rukn al-Yamani for Bani Makhzum and other uh, tribes of Quraysh. And the ceiling and the roof of Kaaba was for Bani Jumah وسهم ابني عمر بن حصيص بن كعب بن لؤي and the area where the hijr hijr Ismail for بني عبد الدار بن قصي and بني أسد بن عبد العزة بن قصي and بني عدي بن كعب بن لؤي so they divided the work between the branches of of Quraysh and every every branch or small tribe, they tri started to build their area.
until they reached the place where they need to put Al-Hajar Al-Aswad. So when they reach that place, now every tribe they like to have the honor of putting it because all of them they understand that this one, this stone is very uh, honored and special stone. And they quarreled and everyone, they said, we have to do it. And they continued arguing for about four or five nights. And they reached the point they are ready to fight for that. Then Abu Umayyah ibn al-Mughira bin Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Makhzum. And he was at that time the oldest of Quraysh. He said, O people of Quraysh, let us make the first one comes from that, that direction be a judge between us. And they said, okay, we agreed. And subhanallah, the first one who came from that direction was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when they saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they said, هذا الأمين رضينا هذا محمد. So all of them said, this is Sadiq al-Ameen and we accepted him. So when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam came, they explained to him what's the matter. Then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he asked him, Give me a blanket. So they brought him a blanket. Then he brought the black stone and put it there. Then he said, let every branch of the tribes to take one side of that blanket and ask all of them to hold it and carry it until he reach, reached uh, the place where he's supposed to put Al-Hajar al-Aswad there, and then in Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi he put it with his hand, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And by the wisdom of Muhammad Alayhi Salatu Wasallam, they managed to really sort this, this problem, which at that time might cause fight between, between Quraysh. And this shows us, brothers and sisters, that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Muhammad at that time to do something that all the people will remember it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen him to be the judge between these people. Subhanallah. But the people after that, they, they forgot. They forgot that. And they started to accuse Muhammad Sallallahu with different, different names. So Quraysh after that continued. Uh, then they raised about four arm uh, spans, which is Dira. Then uh, they put the door and then they start to put you know, part of it 
from, uh, from stones and other part from the wood uh, until <clears throat> they reached not nine there are as Ibrahim alayhi salatu they done another nine so it was four and a half meters so they, they made it nine meters now then uh, the one who was building for them and he was a Roman person he said how you'd like to make the ceiling uh, or the roof they said we'd like to make it uh, flat so he made made it flat and he put pillars uh, there and there are three pillars in every every side and uh, so then the height as i said became now 18 there are which is about uh, nine nine meters and uh, they made uh, like a drain to bring the water down and the water will go in the area where is Hajr Ismail now inshallah ta'ala we'll uh, continue the story of Al-Kaaba tomorrow inshallah ta'ala please keep tuning in to Inspire FM 105.1 and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help all of us to perform all the good deeds during these 10, 10 days of the Hijjah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa jazakumullahu khayran.